Hi there guys, Elliot here. I miss you so much. Hey, have you ever wondered how you might be able to help out the Valleycast in a quick and easy and maybe even fun way? Well, guess what? There's a survey in the description down below, either on the video or the audio versions of this podcast, and we would love your help in figuring out what you listen to, how often you listen to us, who else do you listen to? It helps you, it helps us, it's a beautiful thing, and thank you so much for doing it. it taking the time is just, it's, it's not lost on us, and I appreciate it, and Joe appreciates it. Steve appreciates it. Kevin! Hello and welcome. I've never tried to do a, a Shrek voice. Give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, try. Go. Do your best Shrek. And oh, laddie, the come on, donkey. Let's go, donkey. <laughs> Now do it without using the word donkey. Fiona, let's go. Let's go get some cake. (laughs) I need you to talk dirty to Fiona now. Oh, baby. I want to eat your vagina. (laughs) So I watch people get them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your show. You guys ever seen Clifford the Big Red Dog? Hey guys, what? Welcome to the Valley Cast. Uh, last week, Kevin and I had a little bit of a. Kevin and I were let loose uh, on yeah, the old yeah, Valley man. Cast studio. Yeah, and you guys get to give me a little education today. We won't. We don't have to jump into it totally, but you guys have to tell me about it. Did you talk about Goblin Core? <laughs> you got. You're talking about God, but you're talking about Goblin. Yes, sir. Talking about Goblin Core. This is our, by the way, everybody. This is a new record. This is the earliest podcast we've ever done. Now, is it really? Are you sure? God, or maybe like on par? It might be. Yeah, we've never started before eight thirty. No, this is the first (laughs) sip of coffee. That's I got true. Some, we have. I got some peppermint tea here. It's great. Dang. I just have water. You guys go ahead and get your well, Steve. I know. I, I don't know. I'm losing my mind. It's crazy. You're waking up and drinking water. You're changing. What's going on? Dude. What's going I, on? You know what I heard, this is crazy. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but they say that the first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning is drink a glass of water. And I thought I that have no. heard that. I was no. like, what? I have. I have. I've heard that. I was like, that crazy. Wait a minute. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give that a shot. How would your kids react to this version of Flavor the Big Red Dog? (laughs) You might find out a lot about your kid if you do that. Yeah. (laughs) Give it a shot. (laughs) (sighs) What is that? What was was that? How are you guys doing, man? What's good, new? Good. So we were talking about Goblin Core. Yeah. Well, Goblin Core, you know, I, I how did you stumble upon Goblin Core? <laughs> well, have you heard have you have you heard of Goblin Core when you saw well, that? Now, title? Well now we gotta Neither get Joe. Now we gotta catch Joe up to this goblin. <laughs> Absolutely I mean, what, not. So what would you guess Goblin Core is? Because you've heard of like cottage core and uh, what core? Oh, you haven't heard of cottage core. You never you no? never heard of cottage core? No. Okay. Cottage core. Well, okay. Then just forget that. What do you so, think? So of? just imagine like, so think, so the core in this, when we talk about this type of clothing and core is like the type of style. Okay. So it's like, like streetwear. Like, imagine so these are like, people dressing up as goblins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cottage, cottage core would be like, imagine living in like a little cottage, like a little cot, like a cottage place. And you got like, you're all like, uh, like it's really hard to describe it is hard to describe <clears throat> but you Let's... would recognize it think about like a bunch of flowers and like cutesy uh like an old like hansel and gretel car yeah, i was gonna say huh, huh, but yeah. you're dressing like that yeah but yes. also like people do like home furnishing oh, okay cottage gotcha. yeah, yeah. Okay. cottage core has Great. a lot to do with home it's a furnishing. style yeah with, yeah, with like it. uh making it look like a little co- a cute little cottage <laughs> Gotcha. Okay, well that makes sense. So you guys found you went down the hole of imagine people a wo- imagine, dressing like hold on. Imagine <laughs> endless photos. Endless <laughs> of 
What a descriptor. Of women holding wicker baskets filled with farm fresh eggs and linen towels wrapped around freshly baked bread. Well, get out of my head. Get out of my dreams, guys. Is that cottagecore? That's cottagecore. Eggs? Yeah, because you're like, I'm going to walk down. I'm going to walk to town with my basket of eggs. Or I'm going to come back mm, from the market okay. with a basket of eggs. It's like uh, we're talking the opening scene of Beauty and the Beast. That's what I'm saying. That's right. Joe, so we... I got my eggs. I got my basket. Some people call me cottage core. Oh yeah. Um so so the the way the reason we stumbled into Goblin Core is because there was Yeah, the introductory. Yeah, it's great. Was a post on r slash confessions on reddit which is a really fun subreddit where people confess things and uh you never know if it's true or not but this one sounds pretty true because i think we think some of us well we have not relate <clears throat> yeah we related to it a little yeah because i think some of us ill folks <laughs> yes thank can you relate <laughs> to this but it just the the subject was and for and we for, forgive us for the people who have listened to last week's episode and are like we already talked about this we won't jump all the way in i just want to get no we could jump speed. all the way in because we could because we, we didn't we, get we could have gone so we could have got it was, we could have <laughs> done a whole episode yeah. on Goblin Core. <laughs> and we could uh, and honestly sharing it with you i can't and on and and when and when we get elliot back we got to share it with elliot <laughs> yeah do the same thing <laughs> I'm never going to end this. Uh, uh, someone on r slash confessions posted, uh, uh, made a post that says, I like to creep around my home and act like a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, I don't know why, but I just enjoy doing this. Maybe it's my way of dealing with stress or something, but I just do it about once every week. Generally, I'll carry around a sack and creep around in a sort of crouch walking position, making goblin noises. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll walk around my house and pick up various different trinkets and put them in my bag while saying stuff like, I'll be having that. <laughs> and laughing maniacally in my goblin voice. This guy's this guy's just a good writer. It also says trinkets can include anything from shit I find on the ground to cutlery or other utensils. The other day I was talking to my neighbors, and they mentioned hearing weird noises uh, like what I wrote about, and I was just internally screaming the entire conversation. I'm 99% sure they don't know it's me, but God, that 1% chance is seriously weighing on my mind. Uh, so me and Steve related to that. We were like, we can we can we're sometimes weird and we'll make noises or do really weird things when we're alone but then we right. started wondering is he with somebody is he right. home alone during this it's weird right. that he has a schedule he knows like i do this once a week he took it to another level but then in the comments we discovered that th- people were thinking that this is goblin core that this is a form of yeah someone's goblin like core. you're just describing goblin core yeah, uh-huh. which which ex- which apparently exists, and it's just a way of life. <laughs> yeah, there's I mean, there's any mud. core, right? There's any it's, core. There was yeah. fairy core. There's fairy, fairy core. core. Yeah. yeah. Do you think there's yeah. troll core, or do you think troll core falls under the banner of goblin core? I'm sure the subsets no. exist 100. Yeah. percent Yeah, yeah. Trolls yeah. are different. Urukai core. core. You should look up troll core because I wonder if it would be from the movie trolls and you dress up with the big bright with the hair <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's probably subsets of subsets too that. yeah there, you're right. there, there's probably like the three billy goats gruff trolls that's one yes. type of troll core um the P- hobbit uh, and lord P- of the rings trolls pinterest uh pinterest has <clears throat> pinterest has 53 troll core ideas there we go <laughs> 
Uh, okay, here we go. Here's a plan. <clears throat> uh, this is a plan a for. Plan. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean a plan? Someone's got a plan to to be to to uh, it, to immerse themselves in troll core. <laughs> We're gonna read someone's Number plan. Number one, move to, to a place that allows us to live more sustainably. Okay. Purchase only off the off the grid. Yeah. Number two, purchase only used or locally made goods, or, or steel. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> yeah. See, this is a, this is this seems like something different. But they're talking about a rain rainwater collection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, here's a creed, here's a creed, a goblin creed. You have to do it in character. Yeah, of course. Okay. Let me see if I can find a goblin uh <laughs> mask. Just a goblin, see Shrek. A goblin face here. Oh Shrek? Shrek would be good. <clears throat> How's this one? Shrek is not a goblin. He's not there a goblin. Oh, that's a good goblin. Mm, goblin brain, <laughs> goblin brain. Wants no. googly eyes and tasty cakes. Garlic bread and warm soft bed. Pretty knife and colored dice. Look at this rock I found. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that the creed? No, I'm not done. I got distracted. Oh, okay. <laughs> little beads and whittle things, little birds and friendly words. Goblin brain wants many things, and goblin brain is right. Oh, I don't like it calling oh. it goblin brain. Yeah, goblin brain definitely sounds like a <laughs> goblin a, brain. Some, some type of sex move. <laughs> Who is that? Yo, dude. <laughs> I'm at the school at the bar. I took her home, and uh, guess what? What things got hot and heavy? Really? What? Like what? What happened, dude? She uh, she gave me goblin brain. Oh, <laughs> dude, she's nuts. <laughs> she did the goblin brain all night long. Holy um, crap! And then she so, went troll core. <laughs> so I'm looking at troll core on Tumblr, and it's interesting <laughs> for sure. I'm seeing makes- uh, I'm seeing pe- uh, slingshots. Get your sling, <laughs> buy a slingshot. <laughs> if you want to be, if you want to participate in troll core, you got to own a slingshot. I wonder if you have to avoid the sun if you're participating in troll. Core. Yeah, you know, I. It's interesting because there's not much. There's not much. In the it's way of, tro- of troll core, it's young. It's coming. Troll core is young. It's got to take the stage for now. When you're talking about this guy walking like a goblin, who I 100 percent see is the 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 orc from Lord of the Rings <laughs> that walks in. Which one? During the Shiloh part, when he comes in and he finds yeah, and he, Frodo. Oh. Yeah, they come. Yeah, he has that in and they go, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's the yeah, one. After Frodo's captured by Sheila, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I la- I think of the one that's like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> well, that's Urukai, though, right? Well, also, did you guys see the Hobbit? Because there's the Goblin King from the Hobbit. Yeah, that's like and there's huge. Like, 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 what about the OG Goblin King? <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's true. That's a somebody got real lazy with that filter. <laughs> Gave up. <laughs> What if someone came to your kid's birthday party? You guys really need to see the video version because what's happening yeah, is there's like, a lot I'm of fucking with, I'm doing a lot of like dumb effect type things. Um, <laughs> dude, I've been I mean, I've been uh, I bring up that movie because I've this week just sat down and watched. The- the Jesus, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What guys. was that? Please do it again. I was actually listening to Joe. I missed a, it. That was a bunch of a bunch of mouths. It looked like someone. <laughs> Why? What is it? It's kind of mouths. cool, though. I mean, it's neat, but it's why a face it's filter? Kinda like, it's kind of like <laughs> someone. Someone's not okay. Yeah, That's somebody's cool. like, I want to do a seventeen gremlins in one pile filter. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Joe. What were you what, anyways, I started. I rewatched the the Lord of the Rings extended versions this week after the kids went to bed. Just been oh. sitting down and sitting oh, by yourself because it's been a while. And uh, man, they are perfection. They're, they're so sad. good. They're it's so a, good. The storytelling. Yeah, dude. And one of the things that I never really gave much thought to, but I, I think I saw 
uh, a tweet or a, a headline or something that said so, something along the lines of like Lord of the Rings dialogue uh, was some of the best dialogue that was ever written in film. And I never really thought about it. So I sat down and I, I watched them and I really listened and it's true. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Cause it's, cause <laughs> it, it, it could, it could be boring and it could be, it could be uninteresting. The dialogue. Right. Because the, the thing about the Lord of the Rings book is that it's like it can get boring. It's just kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of like lineage and ancestry and like kind historic. of like historic yeah. stuff. Every, every line is a poem in that. Right. Movie. Yeah. And the, the, but the movie could have been like that very kind of like, whoa, what are they saying? I'm bored. But it's well, yeah. But that, yeah, that's what I'm saying in the uh, movie is that every line right. is like a well-written poem. It's it, everything lands so good. Right. And I, it, it, how, I don't, I don't mean, I know you guys, I'm talking to like the choir here, but man, there's so much I didn't remember from the extended versions. Like, there's how so, many times do you think you'd seen the extended versions? Like, was this like your third or fourth watch? Maybe I'm probably in like the, the seven to eight range in okay, my life nice. because, because it's an endeavor, man. As you guys oh, know, yeah. you gotta like, yeah, it's a trip. So, but yeah, so good. And and then you re you re fall in love with parts like Eowyn and the the witch yeah. king. Like that moment is so fucking mm-hmm. good. Yeah, so there's so good. many good. Oh, dude, good and movies. I also saw there's a tweet going around of like Aragorn running through. It's like a montage of all his running scenes, and they're like, "Why is Aragorn running so chaotically?" And it's like him, just like because he's like. <laughs> Yeah. This, and then there's like another tweet that got even bigger. That's like, that's because he was on real terrain in 20 pounds of armor wearing a oh, real sword. Oh, yeah. Actually trying to run through this thing. And it's like, it's true. Like they did all that practically. There's mm. so much, so little that was done. I mean, there's a ton of still CG in that movie, but comparatively, it's oh, like yeah. incredible what they did in re- like practice. It's crazy. And like, you know, when you see a set in a movie, like, especially a movie like this where you you see so many like location shots. And then when you go yeah. to a set piece, that's like obviously in a studio, it's usually stands out in your mind. It's just like, okay, this is a set. It doesn't, you don't feel that way with any of the sets in that movie. No, it's crazy. Maybe a no. four shot or two. There's like where you're like, okay, clearly yeah. this is, but man, it's, it's the fucking movie is so meticulous and beautiful. You know what's cool though, like you know, you look at those movies and there's certainly like the visual effects. Um, are, are, some of them are kind of dated for sure, but yeah, uh, but barely just, though. Yeah, but that's just Gollum kind of still like, holds up. A lot <laughs> of stuff holds up really well, and Gollum needs to hold up, right? Because that's such an important character. But um, you know, you look at all the the that stuff, and then and then uh, and you're like, wow, they used a lot of practical sets, and they used a lot of like, uh, there is a lot of green screen stuff, and <clears throat> that always looks kind of like whatever. But then you like uh, you look at things like the Mandalorian and like uh, the Boba Fett show, which use the like they don't use green screens anymore. They use screens. like those big projector, those like yeah, those screens, that LED like, screens now. That's yeah. the new thing. It's yeah, so cool. and it, it looks so good. It looks so good. Like when they're flying in ships and stuff, and the background yeah. is like out of focus, and but and the and everything moves so dynamically, and it looks so good. It's interesting though, right? Like, I wonder. You, you have to be pre-planning even more in those situations because with a green screen, yeah. it's like we'll fix it in post, right? Like yeah. you can do whatever you want. You can still, but if you're doing it on those screens. It's got to be perfect. It's got to be perfect go. from the yeah. start. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've wondered with those LED screens, because they've, they've done them in more than just The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if like that more works for a Star Wars realm. Because if you put LED screens in like a Lord of the Rings thing, I'm curious to see if that would hold up in a similar way. Unless they're just using it as like light or something, because it works so well because it's like, still in this like electronic future world so if you yeah. took that and put that in like lord of the rings i feel like it would well, look fakey i think it's like um you know the fact that it's uh real terrain and stuff like that like kind of because like it, it, i think they've shot everything in new zealand again for for uh i guess i'm kind of throwing in the new lord of the rings show i know the show i know because yeah. that's what i was gonna say because I, I was thinking incorporate that into the new yeah. show 
Well, it's see, it it's certainly this like new. So for those of you, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like in the, so like you know they use green screen to like like Joe was saying, put stuff in in post and make it look like they're somewhere else in it, and uh, they can replace the green with whatever. But you can tell, oh, there's a boy. <laughs> Joe's, Jackson. Joe's son just popped into the shot there. <laughs> <clears throat> but um. Uh, but yeah, but, but with the stuff they've been using on like the Mandalorian and other places and stuff, they put these giant screens, like a, like almost like an LCD or LED screen. And then they put the background in it live on the set. Yeah. It's just like a giant TV screen that looks when it's on film. Hundred Thieves has one. It looks real. It looks incredible. It looks really good. And it's hard to tell what could possibly be a location and what could be a a screen thing. And it looks crisp as hell like it really really jumps off on on screen <clears throat> yeah yeah and they can they can utilize depth of field and and That's blur it out as too. much as they want and yeah. stuff and like make it look and then when the camera moves you're not like tracking this post-production thing it's like a real so thing that's statically there it's almost like back in the day they would use rear projection which would be literally yeah. the projection screen with like a, a driving scene and then they put the actors in like a fake car and then they put the projection screen behind them and it looked yep. really good i mean obviously it's bumping around and there's but no still, way stabilization yeah. <laughs> um you can see it loop sometimes and things like that but but this is basically like the future version of that and it's and i feel like if they utilize that in something like lord of the rings because like if they're using like new zealand and shit as the backdrop kind of like for the classic trilogy of lord of the rings then um i think it'll just look i think i don't think we'll be able to tell if they use something like that yeah i mean I you could so. do imagine somebody standing on a like a rocky outcrop and looking and yeah. you, you see you see their feet and you see the bottom of the rock and then you see them looking over this vast expanse. You could do that shot practically on that LED screen. You yeah, really you could, could put the, right? you could yeah. put that, that landscape on the screen and then the have someone look at the screen. And you'd have, have a little actors rock. be able to react to something that, that, that we're going to see, that yeah. the audience is going to see. Because a lot of times with that green screen shit, they're like, just imagine there's a big fucking dinosaur over there and then it looks <laughs> yeah. like space, all right? Hey, hey this, this, this tennis ball on a, on a stick? Yeah, hey, that's it's about to, it's, a, it's about to bite your fucking head off. This I tennis ball? To act like this tennis ball is going to bite your fucking head off. <laughs> yeah, Okay, yeah. all right, action! Oh, this <laughs> tennis ball is the most terrifying thing you've ever seen in your life. I need you to cry right now at this tennis ball. Cry at this tennis ball right now. Hey, but now they can really show you kind of like what's up and i think that's really cool i like that that's right and i and i'd like to see them utilize that in future things and with lord of the rings it's like yeah there's some times where the visual effects aren't so great or whatever but man visual effects are looking so good now baby and we got that new lord of the Rings show coming out my worry is that because one of my gripes with the hobbit is that it was so cg there's it looks like fake in a bunch of parts I so that's what you, i'm hoping that this doesn't leak no i'm just hoping that lord of the rings doesn't the yeah, new show it does doesn't look like it's going that, that route it no looks, it does not which is like yeah. great yeah i don't think they have the budget for that type of cg so it's got to be practical yeah actually and, they and, do have the budget they spent so much money on that thing that's, oh, yeah. i mean that's like a billion dollars it was like over a billion dollars yeah. <laughs> are you guys excited? Did like did the did the trailer get your rocks off? Are you like Argh! or not the trailer? trailer. Well, that, or that the, teaser, the teaser the and the, the teaser, yeah. And the pictures. The, the pictures. pictures. Well, the thing about the teaser, which was really cool that I learned, was that that whole thing is practical. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, with the fire like burning the like on the wood or whatever. Oh, it's all wow, practical. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Super like a macro that's lens promising. and slow-mo. Really cool. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be interesting for sure. I mean, we're going to get all everyone's like, whoa, Lord of the Rings show, Lord of the Rings show. But the, the general audience is going to have a hard time with with understanding what exactly we're doing with this Lord of the Rings show, because a lot of people are thinking, whoa, is this just like the movies, but they're doing a series or is this like a continuation of the movies and to see where the characters are now and shit. And it's like, no, this is like centuries. It's like centuries before. before. Yeah. Yeah. Are we dipping into the Silmarillion? Is that what's going on? I guess they're using some of that. Yeah. But we're going to get like young Galadriel and young, uh, Elrond. Elrond. Yeah. All these. But they're also. When he was just slinging peen. 
Yeah, hanging, <laughs> hanging dong, dong, and banging all the elves. In college, he was known as El Dong. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> really get into those elderberries and get super fucked up. <laughs> I don't remember what the fuck he did. <laughs> but yeah, like, so it's going to be interesting to see, like, audiences um, jump into this kind of, like, completely new uh, world. Because it's not Agreed. the Lord of the Rings like we know and love. It's different. Yep, it's but just I think of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game of Thrones was like a world that people that some like the book readers knew, but like the general audience had no idea what the heck they were getting into. Totally. And they eventually it. found the yeah. But the, yeah, but there was no previous like expectation that's that, true that was set yeah. prior to it. And so. not only that, like the, like Game of Thrones used uh, source material that was like really well written, really good stuff. Like those first couple of books are are uh, you know they're very beloved, and the stories yeah. are very good, and they're very compelling. Um, and we know that about Lord of the Rings and stuff too, but this is like completely new territory. This is like new stories, new characters. I was going to say, just, it's new, really going to rely on the like story being good. And if it's like, um, you know, do we know if Peter Jackson is involved at all? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, even if he had any hand, in I'm it, sure he's a consultant of some sort, which just means they put yeah. his name on it so they can I put know, his name I've, on it and make gosh. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, I feel bad for I feel like that guy, he's the one who, if anybody doesn't know, directed the first Lord of the Rings and like wrote them. I feel like ever since those movies, he's just slowly deteriorating, but he's still like putting out good stuff but like you could just see it in his psyche and everything that like after those movies it just is like slowly killing him and it's like sad but like this beautiful thing that like he made this incredible do you mean mean killing him as in like he misses it and wishes he could do it or like it just it took 40 years took him him. out yes it (laughs) took him out like i've just I remember as a kid, like seeing him in all the interviews and he was so like joyous and just like young seeming. And then now it's just like, he's just this old disgruntled, like, Oh, first of a person. <laughs> it's like, um, sad. No, there's zero involvement from Peter Jackson. Wow. Dang. There I mean, you it, go. it took out, I mean, I guess, you know, if you walk away from something like that after putting 30 years of your life into it or whatever, it's probably tough to go back. <laughs> you know and he's doing filming, these, yeah yeah i mean they that it's like he's probably wants to be done in a way he's probably like i don't want he did the hobbit he did three movies of the hobbit he's probably like okay let's pass on the torch to other people and see yeah. if they can do it now yeah he did kong did the hobbit after lord of the rings did the couple documentaries did you lovely guys watch bones the, Lo- lovely bones was post wasn't it mm-hmm. yes it was yeah, I mean, he goddamn that dude worked. A he lot. did that World War II thing, did the World War II which doc. I still want to see. It's I still totally, that's it. still really it's cool. good. It's fascinating. You yeah, definitely give it a watch. Yeah, and then I want to see him go back to his gross horror. I know. Movies. I want to see him bad like taste. do like a frighteners. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like a frighteners bad taste. Like a weird. Like yeah, get back to his like weird. Uh, frighteners is one of my favorite shit. horror movies ever. So it, yeah, it's so fun to watch somebody like Peter Jackson and see how the their roots made it into their their later stuff yeah it is so many moments in lord of the rings that where you're like (laughs) oh yeah he did that in frighteners Uh oh yeah he did that in (laughs) yeah yeah the other director that's really fun to see that with is any sam raimi movie yeah any sam raimi movie is like (laughs) yeah they all came from the same kind of school of how to handle a camera and yeah the spider-man 2 scene when doc ock is in the hospital bed and it's like it's like a little horror short oh yeah yeah, that shit's so good (laughs) so i'm so excited for his doctor strange movie like yeah how much fun is that gonna be all right let's talk about food you guys i'm talking specifically hello fresh you might be asking yourself what is what is it elliot tell us what it is well with hello fresh you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep skip trips to the grocery store and count on hello fresh to make home cooking easy fun and affordable that's why it's america's number one meal kit okay hello fresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients to your door including farm fresh produce that arrives within 
a week so you get convenience without skimping on quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store. It'll save you on that long wait in line, ensuring that you don't waste money on excess food. HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about with six recipes per week to choose from, including low-calorie and carb-conscious options. Speaking of one option that I don't believe is either of these things, I recently had their meatloaf. And I have to tell you, I've had it before. And I gotta tell you, mm, I'm gonna have it again. It's probably the favorite meatloaf I've ever had. Uh, best meatloaf I've ever experienced. Absolutely delicious, wonderful, and uh, it comes it's very also very cute meatloaf. I know it doesn't say to mention how cute the meatloaf is, but that's a little bonus for them. Uh, also, HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order online or in the app. Easily change your delivery day, food preferences, and plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. HelloFresh cuts back on time spent in the kitchen with meals ready in and around 30 minutes or less. And also, with quick and easy meals, including 20-minute recipes, and low prep and easy cleanup options, it'll provide an even faster route to putting food on the table. How about that? Are you interested yet? Have I sold you? It's, I bet I have. It's absolutely delicious. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast16 and use code ValleyCast16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts, okay? They recently sent me some cheesecake, and I don't got to tell you, it was very good. And also, very cute... It's really cute cheesecake now that I think about it. So anyway, go to HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast16 and use code ValleyCast16 for up to 16 free meals and three gifts, okay? Three free gifts. I highly encourage you to do it. You're not going to be sorry. And ask for the meatloaf and tell them ValleyCast16 sent you. You know, I know the Valley Folk is just a tiny little small business, but sometimes it doesn't feel so small to me. You know, sometimes it feels big and girthy and it's a lot to wrap my head around. You know, and, and one thing I've learned, and I'm sure you've heard this before, is time is money. And I think that you shouldn't waste either with repeated trips to the post office. With Stamps.com, you can skip the trip and focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer and saves you money in the process so you can spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers or listeners or purchasers or family members happy. How does that sound? Good? Did I peek there with the audio? I apologize. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, of which, whom? I don't know. We are one. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer, and you can get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. Whether you're in an office and invoices, maybe it's a side hustle or an Etsy shop, or full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. Yeah, it will. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. And boom, you're up and running in minutes, just like that. Print an official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. I took pre-workout before I did this ad read. Anyway, you got to stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. All right, sign up with promo code VALLEYCAST for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale, which is very happy, handy, Good lord, I did have pre-workout. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is there's no long-term commitments or contracts. Let's try that again. Sign up with promo code VALLEYCAST for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale, and there's no long-term commitments or contracts. See how much easier it is to speak when your tongue doesn't decide to do acrobats in your mouth in the middle of an ad read? Anyway, all you have to do is go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code VALLEYCAST. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top top of the page and enter code VALLEYCAST for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts. What if I just did it? I'll do it four more times. Thanks. I just, I can't stand monthly fees. Oh, I got an idea. How about we kick off 2022 with a better checking account with no monthly fees? Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, has absolutely no overdraft fees, foreign transaction fees, monthly fees, or service fees. With over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs at many locations, like most Walgreens, 7-Eleven, CVS, you can access your money when you need it, where you need it. You can also send money to anyone, even if they aren't on Chime. How great is that? Fee-free for you and no cash-out fees for them. Elliot, well, why don't you tell me more? You're, just, you're time to shine as part of the podcast. What are you bringing to the table? 
I'll tell you exactly what I'm bringing to the table. I'm gonna make sure you make your first good decision of the new year and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up, takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Whew. So get started at chime.com slash valleycast. That's chime.com slash valleycast. <clears throat> Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancor Bank or Stride Bank and a members FDIC get fee-free transactions at any MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Otherwise, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Sometimes pay anyone instant transfers can be delayed. The recipient must use a valid debit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. So go to Chime.com slash ValleyCast and sign up for Chime. Now let's get back to the show and see what those hooligans are talking about. Keep going. You're on it. And now. So, so it says you that the, the, the rights deal for the Lord of the Rings series for Amazon was $250 million. For the rights. Just to, just to do it. And it, and it has a guaranteed five season deal. Wow. So no matter what, we're getting we five, getting five seasons, seasons unless it I'm in. absolutely tanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's crazy. A guaranteed five seasons should also guarantee at least one full story told from beginning to end. And even though there's always a possibility of more, depending on the series success, the deal also allowed for the potential of spinoff series. Ooh, I'm dizzy. Yeah. Uh, which could mean the potential for even more of Middle Earth outside of just this adaptation. Um, in November 2019, Deadline, Deadline confirmed that Amazon had officially ordered a second season of the series and that it was already in the works, according to the report. The official early renewal means that there will be a shorter wait time between the first two seasons. Come I see. So They're supposed to be dropping a trailer today. And oh, I'm really? wondering if it'll be during yeah. today's Super Bowl Sunday. So I'm wondering if it'll Ooh, be during the Super Bowl. That's it. 100%. Now you guys have to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. I'll wait till it's out online. <laughs> nope. Okay. Well, we can watch it on the Super Bowl. That's the rule. <laughs> you know, what if you could only see it? Yeah. I mean, it used to be that, that way. way. <laughs> um, there, so there's potential like whoring out possibilities if by the way you just described what they plan to do with this, much like Disney is like, yeah, that's pouring exactly out the Star Wars franchise. Uh, if and I'm not saying that negatively, I mean they're just there's so much coming out of it that it makes me excited at the possibilities of like imagine an animatrix style like animated, Dude. dark and gritty Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the highest hopes. What that could we're be doing, cool. yeah, because what we're seeing now is like big giant corporations acquiring the rights to uh, use big giant um ip uh, ip and uh you know with star wars it's like obviously we're getting like they're just gonna throw a bunch of star wars shit at us like we're gonna get this obi-wan series soon we're gonna get this ahsoka series soon we're probably gonna get like you know whatever who all, all sorts of shit and and honestly for me it's like you know the burnout is imminent because it feels like Marvel has a little bit of a burnout going a little, just a little, as far dude, as like I'm the complete opposite. But they dropped Spider Man and like I was just reinvigorated. Say, dude, I was, I was right. done with Marvel, and then I saw this new Spider Man, and I've yeah. like all of a sudden been like, I want to see all these Marvel movies again. Well, yeah, like but, I am but, way back in. Right, but like in addition to that, they're we're gonna get all these like series and shit. We're gonna get all this stuff. But it's like with me with for me with Star Wars, it's like this is what I've been waiting for since I was like a kid. I've been waiting yeah. for Star Wars to have like mm-hmm. series about characters that we show that we saw show up for a second and then ha- give them storylines and shit like that. And they're handling it well. That's yeah, the, that's, they are handling yeah. it well. That's the thing. For the most part, Star Wars and Marvel and all of it, the, I think the burnout would have happened so much longer it would have been longer yeah. what am i saying Boba Fett would have failed like all of this stuff case. could have yeah. been like bad and shitty and but like the best writers and good. creators in the yeah. industry are like flocking yeah. to these projects because that's where the money is and they're turning out great like wandavision yeah. shouldn't have been good but no, i know great. yeah yeah <laughs> I yeah. know. And and I think we're going to get like, you know, some good, some bad. And, and, and then, yeah, we, it, and the fandom is always going to be aggressive about things. No matter but, what. But for the most part, it seems like they're, they're handling it pretty well, which is really, it cool. is interesting to think about how 
there is like these old IPs now. And it, there's a little bit of sadness in me that's like, okay, now where does that mean that there will not be at least for the next like 15 years new like franchises like that that will because it we are in this realm of just like repeating and like taking the same big ideas and then making little stories out of this nostalgia nostalgia sells really well right now yeah but i'm like wondering you know at what point will their new ideas circle back around and like make we worry about that without realizing that there, the new ideas are happening, right? Like yeah. it was, we went Star Wars and that was great. And then uh, we had the Lord of the Rings, right? And then we had Harry Potter and then we had Game of Thrones. Like these big franchises are happening and now it's Marvel, like at, in big chunks all the time. What we're, the era we're in now that I find interesting is that we're talking about these big IPs kind of like taking everything over. It's like, oh, we only make Marvel movies now, right? And stuff like that. But we're kind of an older generation and we're still watching it. But our kids, my kids, the, the movie industry to them and, and entertainment to them, they've been bred to... It is, I know. To, that's how they think movies are made. Like they, Marvel has been their cinematic journey their entire yeah. life, right? Yeah. So it's not it's not weird to them. That's how they have Pavlovianly... Uh, been experiencing movies now so it's like uh it doesn't feel off base to them i also feel like you know we are we are in a time where like you know it's it's for big studios it's like what are the what's the next big ip what's the next big series like i think they're trying it out with dune a little bit and they're they're gonna do like um we're waiting on avatar (laughs) we're waiting on avatar which is a new ip kind of a thing and uh you know, but it has to have people like James Cameron behind it in order for them to kind of like believe in it enough. Because it feels like, um, yeah, it's not it's not real. New IP isn't really leaking through the cracks too much right now. But um, I feel like there's going to be cycles, right? Like, because it feels like studios are always looking for like the next new IP, like um, totally in books and comic books and things like that. Like, like where. Uh, you know, like you guys, you guys have seen how they like, uh, you know, Disney acquires the rights to this book series or yeah. Like yeah. Paramount acquires the rights to this book series. You see those announcements all the time. And it's because yeah. they're trying to like pull new IP into the thing and see if that might work and be a whole huge thing. But I think we'll see more of it because certainly right now we've got a bit of a burnout with nostalgia and reviving things and remaking things like I've heard rumors of um you know well we just got mcgruber back and we got like you know there's like a bunch of stuff that keeps coming out, like beavis and butthead we got a new beavis and butthead coming out there's rumors of like a ted you know that movie ted with the little bear oh, with the bear yeah there's rumors of a series coming to like i see um about how ted came to be like the like a prequel of like meeting ted okay or something something. um but we we keep getting like all this shit that's like you know oh like let's see what happens if we turn this into a series let's see what happens if we turn this into a series and shit and so i think we'll get to a point where they're like all right this isn't working anymore let's try some new shit maybe i don't agree those are different to me though because what i'm talking about with like star wars and marvel is like they're creating so many side little stories just like you know take the mandalorian like they're taking that character and then growing that into this huge separate thing that now even like they could do a series on freaking grogu if they wanted to like they can now keep taking (laughs) so that's what i'm saying like what if it got to the point to where all our shows are just based off of the star wars world or marvel world yeah like it is like there's so many that it is kind of crazy that it's almost like when uh family matters came out it was like man (laughs) it was a spin-off of perfect strangers and it was like wow we're just never gonna get out of this perfect strangers universe i guess i I don't i mean i don't know if you guys have done the connected the dots but every sitcom is actually a spinoff of perfect strangers, perfect strangers? wow yeah. it's called the perfect Cheers, strangers Frasier, <laughs> <laughs> the wire uh, sopranos breaking bad they're all show. spinoffs of perfect strangers and i don't know if you guys saw it. it was leaked out i think i saw it on a reddit post there is a there is a spinoff grogu show it's um it's actually a 
a travel show where he's just going to a bunch of different like planets and like eating their food, jumping into the culture. That. It's it's kind of a first person experience talking to the camera and the people. It's called Grogu Goes To. It's really, really <laughs> gonna be good. Grogu Goes To. <laughs> and uh, Balky shows up. <laughs> the perfect stranger verse. I love it. There he is. Dude, speaking the of perfect, nostalgia porn, the and, extended and, Perfect Strangers universe, <laughs> the EPSU. Uh, I, I hope some forward-thinking listener of this podcast goes and just tries to connect as many yeah. sitcoms, sitcoms as possible. Oh well, yeah, to two um, Perfect Strangers. Yeah, I. Uh, again, speaking of uh, nostalgia porn and stuff. I was very surprised at how pumped I was after watching the newest Jurassic Park trailer. Jura- well, yeah, I mean, bringing back the same people is that, what really... That's cool, but, like, all these dinosaurs in the real world running in oh, snow, like, yeah, those shots of the dinosaurs running in snow, I just, just like, that's something we've never seen before, and it's, it's so true. simple, and it looks so freaking Yeah, it looks cool. great. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh they they they've gotten really good at making trailers. They send com- they get different companies to do trailers than the studio or something sometimes. Dude, that's like it. a side dream of they'll, mine is to edit outsource. trailers. Yeah, and they'll yeah. just go like make these trailers look like this is the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. Make this movie was, look like it's the greatest movie ever made. And so they'll like, you know, they'll put the little slow Jurassic Park song in it. And that's, uh, yeah. that's going to get wah, people wah, going. Wah. And, and they tease <laughs> like some old characters. They show, like, and they also show like these beautiful shots of like sunsets and officers yeah. running around in sunsets and stuff. And it's like, whoa, this movie's going to be fucking beautiful and gorgeous. But the truth is, is that they're using all this shit out of context. And like, yep. this is not how the movie is going to look. Dude. <laughs> and they're just Bro, making this trailer oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah and the trailer like the, the the trailer does a really fucking good job of being like this movie looks good doesn't it and think it's about, like think about the rise of skywalker trailer that was oh, yeah. one of that trailer like pretty much made me cry because yeah. of the music it was just so beautiful yeah and the, the tone movie wasn't the, that great yeah, the it's tone, an art form and it's marketing. It's great. It is. It is. Yeah. It is a, it's a separate art form. It's, it's manipulation. Like, it's so cool. Because yeah, yeah, it's it's basically like a, a it's it's the two it's the preview that pulls you in. That's like that makes you want to go see the movie. Yes. And it's like how do we make this so good? And it's like let's throw in fucking Jeff Goldblum. Let's get <laughs> Sir Attenborough doing a little like line from the first movie. We'll uh, put some uh-huh. reverb on it, and we'll, but we'll show some pretty dinosaurs and stuff. It's like. It sucks to see through a lot of those tricks and be like, man, but I've seen all these other new Jurassic Park movies. And when I come out of the theater, I go, well, that was a movie. And it's like they're showing me there. So it's like I'm skeptical and I see the tricks they're pulling and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Bring them all back and put them in the same clothes and make them do the same shit in the trailer. I reject your cynicalness. (laughs) This was a good trailer. I I was not excited for. I think it's a good either of the the previous ones with, with, with Pratt. I really wasn't and they weren't great no yeah this one I'm, i was like yeah and before we got on to this uh podcast this morning i watched jordan peele's watch that and here's what went that... through my head i went holy crap jordan peele makes good movies and then i go but he makes better trailers because <laughs> the trailers for his movies well, are so good oh yeah yeah i mean the trailer was i mean amazing yes but also i couldn't i loved how you really couldn't tell what was happening Yeah, it was very confusing, and I show us everything. Yeah, I like that. I love when a trailer does that. That's good. Yeah, because you have no idea what you're gonna see, and like, and and you don't, and everything's out of context. That's right. But but I and I will say the Jurassic Park trailer that is a good trailer. Yes, it's a very good trailer. It's it's Ali Sadler. It's a, yeah, it's like it's a good trailer, but you know whatever. We'll see. I don't want to be. I'm they're. I can see that they're trick. They're trying to trick me. They're trying to trick <laughs> getting you in. Yeah, they're trying to trick me, and I'm like, I don't know. I see. I've seen the wizard behind the curtain, and they don't. They're not really that good at what they do over there. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm in. I'm All in. right. They, they, they got me. Um, You guys want to do some would you rathers? Sure, baby. Yeah, let's do would you rather close it out. Let's close it out with some would you rathers here. Um, wah, wah, wah. This yeah, was interesting. Uh, I know you're avoiding <laughs> trailers, but wah, you should wah. watch the Nope. It's really good. Because it doesn't really give away much. It's just cool. And I didn't know Kiki Palmer was going to be in it, which I think will be so cool and fun. Um, would you rather have the ability to fly, but you fly at a speed of 0.5 miles per I've hour? Heard this. And not fat, not any faster. So you're levi- basically levitating. Yeah. <laughs> or swim fast, like 200 miles per hour. Oh, both are cool. I mean, Fly. the flying is cool, but you're basically kind of floating. You're just kind of floating. You're like, uh, you're, like, you're hey, basically Tom, a, what's up? <laughs> yeah, you're a glorified lookout. Hey. <laughs> Are mom and dad almost home? Uh, go check it out. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> but that does that also mean flying? Like that's probably uh, also vertically as well. Uh, yeah, it would take forever yeah. to yeah. go up. I'll be well, right I'm back. I'm still thinking because <laughs> if you're just swimming, you can't just show that off like anytime either. Because with no, flying, I feel but... like you could ju- go to the top of a building, jump off, and then just all of a sudden stop in midair and then kind of like look around. Or you could be in a plane and Whoa. just jump off and Wait, then stop. Wait, so if you don't, <laughs> if you have the ability to fly at 0.5 miles per hour, but you jump off a building and you're going real fast, you could just slow. slow yourself down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess that's kind of neat. Yeah, but then the physics of it all, your guts would just fly out of your asshole. <laughs> Much like riding the gravitron. Which gravitrons. almost happened with you riding the gravitron. Yeah. yeah. Um, swimming that fast would be cool. I, I don't know. You could do you could do some fun stuff with that, but like, yeah, I I, I mean I guess, you could you could go across the Atlantic or the Pacific real quick. But how? Yeah. I mean, two hundred miles actually, per hour would still it's take not that, freaking yeah. forever. It's not yeah. that quick. <laughs> no, I would do flying one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, let me see. I'm looking for another one here. Um, <laughs> would you rather be the very best at everything ever, or be mediocre <laughs> in a fantasy world of your choosing? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I don't a, mind being mediocre if I could live in a world with magic. I guess I'm, I'm going to be the best at everything ever. Really? What? I think so too. Unless, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but if you're the best at everything ever, it's like doesn't that get boring real fast? I don't think so. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's so many things you think could about Doctor Manhattan, who who like from uh, Watchmen. The second he got the ability to do anything ever, he was like, I need to go away from humans and go be on another planet and get (laughs) 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 like, it feels like you just like, you know how, like when you learn too much about the history of where you come from and like you learn too much about things and then you're just disenchanted. Like when you learn too much about movies and trailers aren't fun anymore. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm still going to be the best at everything ever. (laughs) Okay. I can do whatever, like th- that means you could do and create anything you want. You yeah. could like anything ever. We could like save humanity from itself yeah. because we would have all the answers. What if you chose mediocre in the Harry Potter world and then you would just end up in, in it, the exactly the same word that world that we're in now. And there's just this other world somewhere else that you can't get to because you're not a wizard. Yeah. That's like <laughs> a monkey's paw. Be careful what you wish yeah. for. <laughs> Yeah, you're like Harry, you're Harry, Harry Potter's Potter. neighbor. You have yeah. nothing to do nothing. with with Hogwarts. <laughs> no. You don't get an owl. You live in England. Yeah. It's like, why does that little motherfucker next door like go away yeah. every like every summer? Weird sounds <laughs> happening over there sometimes. The electricity goes out every once in a while uh, in that place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Would you rather? This is going to be this answer is going to come down to uh, this is going to be an interesting answer. Oh, foreshadowing. Would you rather save one dog or 10 kids? 
Uh, there's a lot of dog lovers up there that would 100% uh-huh. save the dog. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I hate kids. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah. going to save the kids, of course. Yeah, even that's if a you lot of... But even if you don't hate kids, it's like these 10 kids might turn out to be pieces of shit. <laughs> that dog might murder a baby. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't know if you saved Satan's dog. Ten is a lot. I guess you got to say, I guess like in the name of humanity, you got to yeah. save the kids. You're so, yeah. Like, let's just take Two like, kids what and one dog. Yeah. Take the bias different. or whatever. Just you're, take. Let's just talk about are, yeah. let's just talk about souls, baby. That's right. Yeah, I mean, look, you're, you're look, saving look, ten look, look, souls or one soul. Yeah, but you gotta yeah, save the yeah. ten souls, you know? Sure, <laughs> sure. You know? Yeah, because it's like you know, you make an you want to make an omelet, you got to kill a dog, you know? That's, That's right. Yeah, how I've made every single. What if the question was, would you rather save one dog or one cat, but you have to kick the other one? That you don't oh, you have say. to kick the other one into it. You have to kick it as hard as you can. <laughs> <laughs> Not only does one lose, it also gets gravely <laughs> injured. <laughs> that's so fucked up. It's like saw. That's like you know in the that's saw it. movie. The saw movies yeah. always go like you're gonna have to dig into your own tummy to get the key. Yeah. And it's like, oh no! But it's like kick. You have to pick a dog or a cat. You have to kick the one you didn't. That's that's like a saw trap, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a all you have to do is saw kick. Trap. Yeah, you you can live if you kick this cat. <laughs> it's like the cutest little cat ever, and you're like, oh god, I don't want to kick a cat. Oh, I guess I gotta uh, kick this cat to save my life. <laughs> save um, the cat. Okay, how about this? Would you rather be a dog or a lizard? And here's my answer before. <laughs> I think I, I, I think being a lizard would suck real bad. Awful. I think the second you come out of your little cold cave out into the sunlight, a hawk is I mean, going to come get you. Yeah. Tell like me, this- name like two benefits of being a lizard. You got it's speed. not one. Benefit. You got speed. You're very More faster fast. than a human. Yeah, you ever try to catch a you ever try to catch a lizard? Little short bat, uh, short, yeah, short short batches of speed. Yeah, they're just kind of like they're meant to. They're you know they've evolved to evade predators. I will I will say this about a lizard: the the one advantage that I see is that I think there's no happier animal on the planet. Than when I see a lizard just basking in the sun, they seem so. <laughs> they look really. They seem so zen-like yeah. and happy and content, and then they, you scare the shit out of them, and then they run away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're skid they're skittish. Yes, they are. Dog, one hundred percent, right? Yeah, yeah. But then that brings up the concept of freedom, right? Yes, lizards are in captivity sometimes, and they are they are pets. But I would say. They, they have way more f- life freedom in general than a dog might. Agreed. Sure. But but a dog also likes the comfort, we assume. Well, what, of, if, what if you're a dog that gets put into a family that chose to kick the dog? And Ooh, then. Because they yeah, were in that saw put, trap. Mm. That's right. No way, man. Saw you trap be put dog into family. A bad family. Um, okay, so I got two. I got two more. I got two more things here, and then we could get out of here. These are these aren't would you rather's. These are ask Reddits, which are also really fun. Uh, but one of one of the one of them says, "What is the what's the most unattractive male name?" And, this and, is different for everybody, though. Yeah, yeah, and and I think Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> I like Herbert. <laughs> Someone said my grandpa's name was Penrod. Cool. That's cool. That's some Harry Potter shit. Yeah, Penrod Billington. <laughs> my name. He was, he was Harry Potter's neighbor. Call me, <laughs> call me Penny. Uh, how about this? I, mean, I have a. This guy says I have a guy in my class whose name is Blandon. Whoa. <laughs> no, see, that's still like cool to me. Blandon? Yeah. <laughs> no. Because you've never heard that before. Yeah, but it's like bland. 
Bland is it in in your name? Bland is the first word in your name. Did they call him Blandy for short? Bland. <laughs> Bland. Blandy, Blandy Randy is what I call. <laughs> also, pubert. Pubert. Pubert sounds bad. Uh, someone that's else. Pubes and Hubert. Someone said I met a dude named Johnald, not a crumb of pussy. <laughs> 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 oh god sometimes the comments in reddit are just i know i love it and then and then related to that one similar uh similar because it's a name thing i guess but another ask reddit was what is a first name that immediately makes you think this person is an asshole uh, I think the the go to name for that for everybody now it's almost like a meme is Chad. Chad, right? yeah, Chad, Chad, Chad yeah. for sure. Dude, like, the name Kyle for me. Kyle, tough. yeah, tough. And I know Kyle's, there's a lot of good Kyles out there, but I know a, a really Kyles. good Kyle, but yeah. I've met some pretty shitty Kyles. Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, someone I was did, almost named Kyle. That was, it was either whoa. Kevin or Kyle. I know. I don't know if we would have been your friend. No, oh. sir. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Plackey's a fucking bully. Ugh. Kyle Plackey. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, the, one of the comments on what's the first name that immediately makes you think this person is an asshole is someone I know just had a son and legitimately named him Notorious. Oh, man. Ooh. Ooh. It's like, talk about setting up someone yeah, to 100%. be an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like my name is notorious. That means that I need to live up to my name, which means oh. that person's going to be annoying for a real long time. So yeah. is the short is the short version of it. You think they're just going to call him Tory? Tory. going to call him Tory. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Also, top comment on the whole. No, Tory. Us. That's how they're going to discipline us. <laughs> there is no, no Tory. Only us. Us. <laughs> Uh, the top comment on the what's the name that immediately immediately thinks the the then person's asshole asshole is as a Dylan. I can say with one hundred percent confidence that the true answer is those motherfuckers named Dylan. Yeah, that's great. It's coming from a Dylan. <laughs> coming from a Dylan. I knew a great Dylan growing up. I've I've yet to have a bad Dylan experience. A bad Dylan. There was a bad Dylan. Oh man, a hunter and a Cody. Those are high. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind those. Hunter. Yeah. I don't mind those. Cody's a, yeah, Hunter is one of them for sure. I had good I had good Cody experiences growing up too. Cody, a, Cody not yeah. so much as Hunter. Hunter is another one. Yeah, Chad. Ooh. Chad's in there kind of low. Is. Interesting. Maybe maybe people have moved on like Chet, Chet and Chad. Oh yeah. Oh, Chet. this one. Oof. Someone says Brad is another one. Brad is another one. Brad. Brad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Brad. I don't know. Brad. Yeah. Why are Brad <laughs> like and Chad bag. such pieces of shit? <laughs> this is a fun one. Tina. Fuck you, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> and someone says, I work with a Tina. Can confirm the awfulness that follows her name. <laughs> that's true we were all going a mail route and this didn't specify whether or not i just whenever i think of an asshole i do think of a guy a guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh what about chet that's what he said yeah chet chet chad austin austin i don't have a problem with uh, austin austin's fine is there a name i think we've talked about this before but like when you're growing up was there a name that you automatically associated with like oh that person male or female I'm, we'll probably skew female is automatically hot you, you never saw oh yeah like name. stacy <laughs> for oh, whatever reason i always thought if if your name was tiffany you were going to be yeah tiffany nice. tiffany stacy kimberly sydney. Sydney, sydney for me yeah sydney yeah. Sydney. No. sydney not cindy S sydney's a real good one yeah uh crumple yeah. crumple yeah there was a hot crumple <laughs> <laughs> crap <laughs> stillborn oh, God. gyps <laughs> the gyps <laughs> yo this is my boy the gyps <laughs> Fla flap uh, oh <laughs> yeah. 
Jif. Split. 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 Scrim. Trash. Um, oh, how about this? I've met a few girls named after cars like Mercedes, Bentley, etc. Yeah. Those names obviously sound gaudy and pretentious as hell. There was a hot Mercedes at my high school. Mercedes. That Mercedes seems like such an hot. LA name for sure. Yeah. There was a movie about a girl named Mercedes that they were like chasing. What was it? Was it License to Drive? I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> with, with the with the Corys, right? Yeah, the Corys. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. All right. Yeah. Guys, what a fun time. Uh Joe, we missed you last episode. Thank you for yeah, now we miss Elliot. We're glad you're back. We miss Elliot. Kevin. Elliot, uh, for all you listeners, is off uh, gallivanting in nature. Yeah, Joshua Tree, baby. Joshua Tree in it. So he's off the grid. I keep hearing about this guy named Joshua and his tree, but I've yet to see it. And I don't know what the big deal is. So it's here it's a great uh, tree. All right. Well, uh, Kevin, thank you for taking your time out of your. Thanks, yeah. You guys going to do some Super Bowl shit today? Yeah, I think I'm going to hang out with Mr. Andy Mogren and watch it. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I got invited to an Andy Mogren joint that I uh, I might pop by, and uh, but also uh, karaoke. Ooh. Oh, that's true. I invited, uh, I invited Andy and maybe some other fun kids, and we'll see. Maybe there'll be, like, some fun shit going on tonight. You know, Dang, Super Bowl karaoke. Super Bowl karaoke. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why was that at? (laughs) (laughs) You guys ever switch insurance? It's his torso. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, guys, enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, Movie, movie games are making their way to. It's uh, where it is right now. Update for y'all is it's still on the boat still but it's like off of the coast of new york waiting to get into port and it's just like it's just stuck in the shipping congestion it's just sitting there waiting to dock that's it and it's been sitting there for a while yeah so we're so close i know i'm very excited excited. i can't wait and uh i i can't wait for you guys to get your hands on this uh this fun game and uh, you know we appreciate you guys very much. <laughs> Bye. Bye.